What's up, everybody? This is Hannah Campbell, your That Faith Life podcaster, coming to you today. It is a Wednesday morning. It's about 8 o'clock in the morning. Super excited to be jumping on here today to talk about some things that God has put on my heart to encourage you all in your faith life, your faith walk with God. And uh, it's been uh, a couple of weeks since I posted or did a podcast. Um, I'm going to start to go live regu- regularly on Mondays, but I'm pretty excited because we've got a lot of things that have been going on um, in the church this week that I can't wait to share with you guys about and what God has been doing on my heart. But um, before we get started, I just want to say thank you all for listening. Those of you who've jumped onto the podcast, this is episode four. Um, I did one little mini episode to start off with. If you haven't checked them out, my first episode was just a little welcome and a little teaser. And then my second episode, um, I talked about renewing your mind and understanding that um, your story matters, uh, which really has to do with your identity. Um, And then my most favorite episode I've done so far was my third episode, which was titled Anxiety Doesn't Have to Win. And um, I'm going to go deeper into some of that stuff today, actually, because of what God has put on my heart to share with you guys and to talk about and to encourage you with. So if you haven't checked out those last three podcasts, go ahead and check out the link in my Instagram bio. If you're not following me on Instagram yet, it is Hannah Epic Campbell. Epic is with a K. Um, which is a little inside joke between my husband and I. His business name is Epic, Epic Entertainment and Events. Um, He's been doing um, emceeing and uh, events for, gosh, 18 years now, 15, I don't know, some crazy amount of years. And um, it's pretty awesome. And so uh, we, I joked with him about how our wedding hashtag when we got married should be Epic with a K like his business. So we did our, our wedding hashtag as Epic Campbell Wedding and it was fun. And, um, and so now whenever I use the word Epic, it's funny cause I don't think I ever spell it correctly. Um, if you're wondering, it is spelled with a C, um, and not with a K, but that's just a little joke between my husband and I. And so, um, you can follow me on Instagram at Hannah Epic Campbell, Epic with a K. Um, well to kickstart, uh, today, I wanted to share with you that we have been, so I, I've been on staff at a church uh, in Roswell, Georgia, World Harvest Church with Pastor Merrick Cufton. I was on staff for about three and a half years and had a great three and a half years. God was calling me into something new. Um, and so this is um, great because this is the first, so we have, we're have a revival going on right now. It started on Sunday, January 5th. So tonight will be night four. Um, if you have not, if you don't come to World Harvest and you live in the area or you live in Atlanta area, I encourage you to come out to revival. I'm telling you, this is probably the best revival that I've ever been a part of at World Harvest. Um, I do, I do think that it's, it's such a different experience when you're not on staff and mainly just because, you know, you're not running around maybe doing other things. And so it's been wonderful to be able to experience, um, the whole revival. And I've challenged myself to go to as many nights as I can. Um, and so I'll be there tonight. Um, and I will be there, um, the rest of the week. And so, uh, Friday, if you can only come to one night, come to Friday. The, the last night is uh, usually the best of the best just because everyone's fired up. You know, we've gotten six days or five days of just incredible 
pouring into our hearts and our minds and our spirit. Um, but our guest speaker this week is Ted Shuttlesworth Jr., um, good friend of, of mine, um, having worked with him through the church for the past four years now. And it's just really incredible to be under the anointing under um, under him and Pastor Merrick and to sit and to really um, soak in the truth that this incredible minister is giving out to the members of the church and our attendees of a revival service. So I just want to encourage you to attend. It is going to be an incredible next three nights. And so let's jump right in. So one of the things that we've been talking about in revival, uh, our pastor always announces a new theme at the beginning of every year. He always does it on the last day of the prior year. So on December 31st, we did an end of year service, which we do annually. And we do a first fruits offering where you get to prep for your upcoming year. And then we also... Uh, uh, go. He he announces the theme, which is awesome because he keeps it secret all the way up until the last minute on December 31st in our service, and then he reveals it. We have a big banner and. It's always really fun. So this year's theme was a fresh wind, and um, if you take a minute to think about what that might mean in your life, write that down. If you're able to write, if you're not able to write, then just try to remember it and um, pick up with it later. But a fresh wind is something that, oh my gosh, I'm so excited because, um, you know, a lot of people think that, um, you know, we're just supposed to just be complacent in our walk with God and a fresh wind really indicates that God is doing something new this year and I feel it it's so incredible how I have felt it in um, just the last um, really seven or eight days of the new year that God is doing something different in 2020 and I want to encourage you that if you haven't gotten your mind in a place where you believe that God is going to provide you um, you know, anoint you, give you a better year than last year, then, uh, I encourage you to jump on that train because, um, it's you you can miss it. And that's the point of a fresh wind is that it's new. It's refreshing. He's reviving you. He's reviving us as the church. He's preparing the church for, for Jesus's return. And, um, we, those of us that, um, you know, follow Christ, we know having read scripture that we are supposed to prepare our minds, but God really helps us do that um, when we get in the right place where we're able to listen to him and to hear his voice, to learn to hear his voice. And I'm so excited. I'm just so excited. I mean, I could just jump around this house right now at 8 a.m. because I'm so excited for what God is doing in the church, in my life, in my family's life. I can tell you in the last seven days already, the last eight days of the year, there has already been significant change, blessing, and miracles happening in our lives both in my marriage and my family, and I am just praising God for it. So um, I'm going to try to not make this a super long podcast um, because I want you guys to not have to um, listen to me, and I want you to be able to um, you know, take the, these little nuggets that I've gotten and go study the Word of God, uh, spend time with God today. I always encourage you as my listeners that if you have not taken your time to hear from God today, you know, to make your request known to him, to get your heart right before him, then um, do that before you do anything else. Even if it, even if all you've got is five minutes, just stop what you're doing at the end of this podcast and just take your time with the Lord and hear from him and let him know that you worship him, that you praise him. So 
One of the things, the main thing we've been talking about in Revival, again, is that 2020 is going to be a new year. It's going to be a refreshing year. And really, the difference between last year and this year is your frame of mind. Because God is always increasing you if you allow him. God is always taking you to the next level. And so it really should be no surprise that 2020 should be better than 2019. And that doesn't mean that you won't have challenges, but that means that it's going to be better in Jesus' name. And you've got to get your mind in a place where you receive that gift of increase and you receive and claim it every day when you wake up as you continue to renew your mind. We talked about that in podcast one or episode two. We said that, um, you know, renewing your mind is crucial to being able to successfully walk with God and increase your faith day by day, year by year, right? And so you've got to get your mind in a place where you can you can understand the truth that you are the child of God, that he is raising up for a purpose and calling. He doesn't want you to live in sin. He doesn't want you to experience depression and fear and anxiety. He doesn't want you to have financial troubles. He doesn't want you to have disease and sickness in your life. The Bible says that we are the children of the Most High and that you have the same rights as Jesus. I talked about that in my last episode. And so that's something that's key. You've got to get your mind right in the place where you can see the truth of God. And so one of the um, truths that uh, we've been talking about in revival, and I'm just going to piggyback off of that because I'm so fired up about it, is that we so often allow our circumstances and potentially other people, stressful people and attacks in our lives to take us out in our minds. And we worry and we fear and we do not praise God until our breakthrough. We do not give God the glory for the circumstance because we think, oh, surely God has forgotten me because I'm going through this experience. Surely there's no way that God could love me because I have, you know, this attack has come. You know, I'm sick or somebody's sick or my finances are too low or this person has done this thing against me or I've got these legal battles or I'm about to lose my house. Now, those are real things. And I do not want to minimize the fact that you may be suffering during those times. However, there is a verse in 2 Timothy and I'm going to find it while I talk to you about it. But 2 Timothy, it talks about um, basically entrusting everything to God and what that looks like. And I I was reading it the other day to my husband. You know, we've gone through some stuff and I thought, you know, God, um, this seems too much. Like I said to God, I said, you've got to fix this. And it's just interesting. It, 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 it almost seems like abrupt to say that to God. Well, you, you please, you know, God, you need to fix this. We, I need your help. But doesn't God say to make our requests known to him? Doesn't God say to come to him with your request? Do not be anxious about anything, right? Doesn't God say that um, we are free to enter into a relationship with him because of Jesus? And so he needs, he already knows my heart. I don't need to say it to God. I need to say it for myself, for my relationship with God, because it builds my faith to go to God with my requests, with the things that I've been struggling with, whether it's a worry or fear, or, you know, it's a question or whatever it is that you've got on your mind or you may be dealing with. But that's the thing. So he says to come to him with it. We're free to do that. It's, we're made free to do that because of Jesus. 
because he made us right with God. If you've, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And the wonderful thing is that in 2 Timothy, let's see, I just want to make sure that I'm giving you the right thing. Here we go. 2 Timothy 1.12. That is why I am suffering as I am. Yet this is no cause for shame because I know whom I have believed and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. It's very important that we understand. He's talking about, I know whom I have believed. He's believed Jesus. He's believed God. And and he's talking about Jesus in the prior. He's talking about this grace that was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time, but it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. And of this gospel, I was appointed a herald and an apostle and a teacher. And that's when he goes on to say, that is why I am suffering as I am. I'm going through these struggles because of the you know, of the decision I made to follow Christ. And he was bold, you know, he was bold to follow Christ. And it was very, it's very important for us to know that he says, that is why I'm suffering as I am. Yet this is no cause for shame. We don't have to be ashamed of it or afraid of it or any negative word you could put in there, but he uses the word shame specifically, which is interesting. Yet this is no cause for shame. I don't need to be embarrassed about any of this because I know, and this is how I think of it, you guys. It's funny because I imagine if an enemy were trying to destroy my mind and my spirit, which we know that the Bible says that the devil is doing. He's trying to destroy our lives. He's trying to take us out in our mind, and that's the best way he can do it is in our mind. If he can get us freaked out, upset, overwhelmed, you know, divorced, angry, bitter, depressed, you know, we're not going to be you know, open to God, we're going to potentially turn away from God. And that's his ploy. That's his game is to get you so freaked out and worried about stuff. So overwhelmed, so upset about your circumstances that you either get angry and turn away from God. You get too upset. You get depressed and are afraid of God. And you know what? The Bible does talk about that. We need to fear the Lord, but it's a, it's respect. You need to respect the Lord. You should be joyful to walk into his presence because Jesus gave us rights to do so. And so what's incredible is that he says, yet this is no, this is no cause for shame because I know whom I have believed Jesus. And I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day, until he returns, right? Until we're made, until we're going back to be with the Lord forever in eternity. And, um, which we've already started, you know, you're walking with God today, but the point is that he is convinced. He is convinced not only from evidence of walking with God and of, of under, and of seeing it and of experiencing the testimony of, of Jesus, but he is convinced that he's able to guard. Jesus is able to guard what we have entrusted to him until that day. You guys, it is amazing to me how often we go throughout our day and you get frustrated or mad or upset or super worried about something that's going on in attack. And it can be real attacks. I mean, we're not playing around. You know, the devil's not playing around. He's trying to throw stuff at us. Last night in Revival, uh, 
brother Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. said, you know, that cancer is a spirit of infirmity. That's a spirit, you know. Disease is a, are, are spirits of infirmity. They're not from God. They are attacks from the devil. And one of my most favorite things, and I've already posted it on my Instagram story. If you have, if you, again, if you don't follow me on Instagram, I try to post encouraging things. I don't really like to post anything negative. So um, generally, almost all the time, you'll find me posting things about my family and scripture and, you know, positive things and maybe things I've learned. Um, but I posted this video today. He was talking about that last night I I did a screen recording of the replay on our church's Facebook page and he was talking about you know that we belong we are property of God and the devil cannot have us now you can give yourself over to the devil all right you you it's your life God gave you free will he gave you the decision to either follow Christ you know, believe what, what God said, believe what Jesus did, believe what Jesus said, or you cannot, you know, and the only way to experience that freedom, that connection back to God, you know, where your sins are forgiven, they're wiped away, they're thrown as far as East and the West and to be one with God, to be close with him and to guarantee your eternity, your eternity in heaven with him forever is to believe Jesus. You have to, that's the only way. You know, that's why in the Old Testament, and there's so much detail in this, but that's why in the Old Testament, you know, the old covenant is, is no, there's a new covenant now and that's Jesus. It's amazing to me. And and this is a whole other topic, but we, you know, Jesus was around at the beginning and it just blows my mind that, you know, there would be a day where, where he would come to earth as a human. Oh my gosh. Pastor Merrick, my pastor talked about that on, um, I think it was New Year's Eve night or maybe the first Sunday of the year. And it just blew my mind, you know, that he's, you know, that God, Jesus came as a human. He gave up his rights in heaven to become a human like us. Who does that? And it's driven by love, right? And so this verse that is so key in second Timothy 12 for, you know, chapter one, verse 12, yet this is no cause for shame because I know whom I have believed and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I've entrusted to him until that day. And what I was going to say earlier is when you have attacks, when people or circumstances are attacking you, you speak out loud in your mouth. I know whom I have believed you attacker. I know whom I've, I've believed. I have believed and I'm convinced you devil that he is able, Jesus is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. You lying attack from hell. You, you speak out against your circumstances and I'm not telling you to curse people. You know, the Bible also talks about, you know, to love your enemies. So I'm not talking about hating your enemies that may be attacking you. I'm talking about speaking to the devil. Okay, I'm talking about speaking and you may have to have a harsh conversation with somebody. You may have to step out in boldness. In fact, God says that. Ooh, what a good story it was last night when Brother Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. talked about uh, King David when he simply was obedient to do what his father asked to take bread to his brothers who were in fighting in the war and King Saul's army. And when he did that obedience, even though he could have said, wait a minute, I'm not bringing bread to my brother. You know, he could have been so prideful, but he humbled himself and he just did what his father asked and he went and God led him into his destiny. And what did he do? He slayed Goliath, which no other man was able to do. 
And there's so much goodness in that story. I seriously have always loved the story of King David and his whole life and testimony, even when he messed up, even when he there were the sinful things that he committed in his life. God knew his heart and that he would turn and repent from his sins. And David talked about the Holy Spirit being led by the Spirit of God. And that's what's incredible is that's what we have today, even more so because we're aware of it. Because we have this incredible Bible, which you can't see mine right now, but I've got this brand new Bible that I love. We've got this amazing Bible, this amazing word from God that will build you up, build your spirit up, and get you ready to face your giants. And it's so amazing. And I know that if those of you who've been at church, you're like, oh, she's just trying. She's totally, you know, stealing from Brother Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. Um, And that's great because let me tell you, it fired me up. It fired me up to hear him pour things into my spirit. I have been asking God, what is the answer to these attacks? What is the answer? What am I supposed to do? And that, you know what? I got my answer this week. He, ooh, he told me some incredible words. I would love to share them with you. But basically one of the things that I heard from God that I'm so excited about is things will be made lighter for me this year. And you know what I believe? I believe it's twofold. I believe that God is going to remove some things, is going to crush the enemies in my life because I am going to be faithful to him and I will give him the glory for it. And I also believe that through my active boldness, my violent faith, as um, Ted Shuttlesworth said, Jr., he said, is that my violent faith will activate the promises of God in my life. Want to know why? Because I am convinced that Jesus is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. Right? Every, my, my husband, I'm entrusting to him. My children, my stepdaughter and my future children, I'm entrusting to him. My finances, I am entrusting to him. My business, I'm entrusting to him. My ministry, I'm entrusting to him. This podcast, I'm entrusting to him. Um, my house, I'm entrusting to him. Every attack of the enemy on my life is done and finished in Jesus' name because I am entrusting it to God and he will see me through until the day Jesus comes and I get to spend the rest of my eternity in heaven with him and Christ. What a glorious day it will be when that happens. But you know what? Today, I get to live in victory. I don't have to wait for heaven to live in victory. You don't have to wait for heaven to live in victory. You don't. It is a lie that you have to be depressed and sad and angry and upset and worried and fearful. Be bold in your faith. Step out to your enemy. Step out to the devil. And you say, I know whom I have believed. Whatever your enemy is, whatever it is, disease, financial struggles, a person, any other circumstances that's not of God, you say to that circumstance or any of those situations and you say, I know whom I have believed. And I am convinced that Jesus, he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. And then Timothy goes on to, or I'm sorry, Paul goes on to say in 2 Timothy, what you have heard from me, keep as the pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Ooh, oh my gosh, I can feel the Spirit of God. Basically what he's saying is, now that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that Jesus is who he is and did what he did and died on the cross, went to hell, got resurrected, and completely eradicated death 
for eternity for those who choose to believe him, right? He did it. I mean, it's done. It's done. It is finished. And when you step into that uh, walk with, when you step into that uh, agreement with Christ that you believe him, you're made one with God. And now, now that you've heard it, keep it as the pattern of sound teaching. Sound, it is sound teaching. You can trust it. You can trust it, you guys. Keep it as the pattern. What does a pattern mean? A repetition over and over and over. So does that mean that every day I have to wake up and renew my mind back to this verse in this Bible and the word of God? Absolutely it does. You wake up every day. You take this sound teaching from Paul, from the word, from Jesus, from God, and you keep it as a pattern with faith which means active, that means faith is active, and love, which is also active, in Christ Jesus. Guard the good deposit. You protect that deposit in your heart. Don't let anything take it away from you that was entrusted to you. It, this good deposit, this word, this, and you know, you think about deposit, it's like, you know, I'm putting something down. You're putting a deposit and you're guaranteeing that you can get something right? You're guaranteed, you have, you have been guaranteed something. All right. This good deposit has been placed in your heart, in your mind, in, in your, um, in your life. And that good deposit, it's been entrusted to you. You have it. It belongs to you. So you better be trustworthy and guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit. AKA you're not doing it alone. You guys, that's the point is that you are not stepping out in faith by yourself to come up against your enemies. God is fighting your enemies for you. There are some incredible scriptures in the Old Testament that talk about how the army, the Israelite army went out and there were many that were afraid and there were two that came back and said, you know, and gave a good report. And, and, and they praise, oh my gosh, there's so many verses about praising God walking into battle. When was the last time you walked into a battle praising God? If you have, incredible. I want to hear about it. That's an incredible testimony. If you haven't, you better start praising God. It's the way that you're going to get victory over your Goliaths. David walked in to that battle with Goliath knowing that he was much bigger, much stronger, and to everybody else, to the world, he looked impossible. He looked like he was the impossible one to destroy. But David was led by the Holy Spirit because you want to know why? He had a good deposit in his heart. God entrusted that deposit to him. He stood on that word and he said to his enemy, Hey, you Goliath, I know whom I have believed and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I've entrusted to him, right? And he entrusted it, and and he he slayed Goliath, you guys. And not only that, he went on to kill all the giants. Oh, gosh, it's just incredible. So I just want to encourage you guys. That's it for today as far as, um, you know, as far as that word from God. And I just, you guys have to take it. You guys got to take it. I have to take it. I can't sit in, you know, God can't get glory if I'm sitting around waiting, you know, for my depression to win. My depression's not going to win. You know, oh my gosh, stress is not going to win. None of that stuff's going to help you win. You will not win unless you take the good deposit from Jesus Christ in your heart, renew your mind day by making it a pattern, and you tell your enemies every day, I'm convinced in who I have, I have believed. It's incredible what one verse will do for you. So thank you guys so much for listening. 
Again, you can follow me on Instagram and my podcast is on Anchor and Spotify and a few other places that I don't remember the names of, but my podcast is called That Faith Life and this and this podcast is just all about encouraging you to live a life of freedom in Christ, follow following um, Jesus every day, following God every day, being, um, you know, living that holy life, that righteous life, but also it's really about building your faith so that you can face your challenges every day with victory. Love you guys so much. I'm praying for you all. Reach out to me if you have any questions and we'll talk soon.